You are listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. Hi there and welcome to Sonic Society Season 12, Episode 522. I'm your host, David Alt, on vacation. And I'm your other host, Jack Ward. And you're out and about on holiday then, David. I am indeed. The academic year is over and I'm sure you know, Jack, as a teacher, what it's like to be let out on summer vacay. But uh, yes, I have finished all of my work and I'm getting a little holiday before all the kids get off school. Well then, we'll get this penultimate episode of the Sonic Society Season 12 well and truly off so you can go out and enjoy statues and or beaches tonight. We have the 477th Pulp Hero of the Stars, Rip Jarvis, Space Cadet. And video games world news tonight, and it all happens right here on the Sonic Society. Time to warm up those interstellar audio transponders and blast off. Three, two, one, one. To beyond the farthest star with today's atom-powered episode of Jarvis of the Space Cadet, Adventures in the 94th Century. The year is 5426 AD. The Space Cadets are guardians of space law and stellar justice, whose motto is Always do that which is right. And champion among these heroic protectors of the stars themselves and the people who inhabit them is Rip Jarvis. He is aided by his robot sidekick, ah. CPD Doodah to bring good to the farthest reaches of the galactic cluster. Remember, Rip Jarvis is brought to you by Over Budget Productions. If it's a great show, it must be over budget. Today's episode, Chapter 46, The Captives of Villainy. The story so far. As you recall from last time, Rip and Judah had been captured by the insidious and diabolical Dr. Morpheus G. Flaggon while they were attempting to free Princess Cumley of the planet Pulcher II and her handmaiden, Esther Paragon, from the villain's vile clutches. Now the heroic pair are securely taped to the exhausts of a mighty rocket about to be hurtled into the very vitals of the sun. Let's listen as Rip says... We're really in it this time, Judah. Rip, I'm afraid. Everyone's a little scared now and then, Judah. Even you, Rip? Of course not. I'm a man. But I'm a robot, about to be reduced to a pile of molten, bubbling slag. And I'll be a Chalco Briquet. I'd give anything to end up as a pile of molten, bubbling slag. Wait, Rip. I think I figured a way out. What fairer state for a space cadet than to become his own freestanding monument? We don't have to die. But no, I'll be a lifeless husk of incinerated flesh. I can save us with my deep space hydrogon. There'll be nothing left of me but some ash and a real... Bad smell. I can put out the rocket pilot light. You can only spend so much time with your mother before the guys start talking. Wait, Judah, I've just come up with something. See that pilot light up there? Yeah. You remember your deep space hydro gun? Ditto. Now, try to follow me on this. If you use it to put that pilot light out. I'll try. I knew you could do it. And look, the tape just came loose, too. When you're right, things just go your way. As Rip and Judah set out for Wicked City, let's spy within the walls of Castle Wicked. The insidious and diabolical Dr. Morpheus G. Blaggard is interrogating Princess Cumley. 
doctor speaks. Stop laughing, princess. Now marry me, or you'll never see your home or Rip Jarvis again. You fiend. You have no speck of humanity. Mixing early American with French provincial decor, you should be hung. <laughs> Stop that. We'll be right back to Rip Jarvis after this. Every day here at the Space Academy, we get hundreds of communications from youngsters who want to fight evil alongside Rip and his heroic pals. Now you may ask yourself, how can I become an official space cadet? Well, this is all you need to do. Write on a piece of paper why I want to be a space cadet and send it along with 25 cents a box top, any box top, and a stamped self-addressed envelope to blast off a pair of over-budget productions, 5436 Charlotte, Kansas City, Missouri, 64110. Then, within three months, you will receive through the mails your official membership certificate entitling you to all the rights and privileges that only a space cadet can have. Think of the pride as your friends come into your room and see it proudly displayed on your walls. Don't miss out. Get it today. Rip and Duda need you at their side. And now, back to Rip Jarvis of the Space Cadets. Rip and Duda are beginning their long walk to Wicked City. How far is it to Wicked City, Duda? One moment, I'll calculate. Hundreds and thousands of space miles. Much later, the weary pair climb to the top of a craggy ridge. Boy, is this ridge craggy. Oops, I think we've got trouble, Rip. You do, Da? Approaching from the distance are the horrible, mutated minions of the insidious... And diabolical. Dr. Blaggard. Yes, the dreaded, many-headed quai. How can you tell it's the dreaded, many-headed quai? Just listen. And they're coming right for us. What do we do now, Rip? Well, what a jam! An approaching horde of hideous monsters with a fair sense of rhythm and our pals unarmed and friendless. Will they survive? Will they save the princess? And what of Esther? Tune in next time for Chapter 56, 4,000 Heads Are Better Than One on Rip Jarvis of the Space Cadets! Time to warm up those interstellar audio transponders and blast off... Three, two, one, one... ...to beyond the farthest star with today's atom-powered episode of... Rip Jarvis of the Space Cadets, Adventures in the 94th Century. The year is 5426 A.D. The Space Cadets are guardians of space law and stellar justice whose motto is... Always do that which is right. And champion among these heroic protectors of the stars themselves and the people who inhabit them is Rip Jarvis. He is aided by his robot sidekick, ah. CPD Doodah, to bring good to the farthest reaches of the galactic cluster. Remember, Rip Jarvis of the Space Cadets is brought to you by Exxon. Remember, at Exxon Oil, our motto is, a shit happens. Today's episode, chapter 97, A Perilous Journey. The story so far, as you remember from last time, Rip and Duda had narrowly escaped from the very jaws of death and were trekking towards Wicked City, where the insidious and diabolical Dr. Morpheus G. Blaggard was holding lovely Princess Cumley of the planet Vulcan II and her handmaiden Esther captive. As they crested a ridge, Rip and Duda saw the approach of an army of the most hideous creatures in the known universe, the dreaded many-headed Quai. Let's listen, as Rip says... We're really in it this time, Duda. You can say that again, Rip. No. Are you sure that they are the dreaded many-headed Quai? Not a doubt in my little metal head. Listen. 
It's them, all right. We'll have to fight. Got a rock? Sure do. It's been a pleasure knowing you, sir. And me too. Let's go. Wait, get down. They don't see us. They're just walking by. We're saved. Meanwhile, at Castle Wicked... Well, Princess Cumley, have you come to your senses and decided to marry me? Never. You're insidious and diabolical. Granted, but I'm not such a bad guy. I'm just pragmatic. You mean you're part machine? No, I'm a realist. Once Rip Jarvis is dead, you will marry me and be queen of outer space. Like Jaja Gabor? Shut up, Hester, or I'll give you to Gorp, my eight-foot-tall, two-ton purple assistant. Hey, I've had worse blind dates. Give Esther to Gorp, boss. Gorp loves Esther. Teach her to incorporate. Meanwhile, back with our heroes. I've never seen anything like it, Mr. Rip. A river made of electricity. Pretty strong current, too. How will we ever get across? We'll be back to Rip Jarvis after this message from your local station. Tomorrow night, as usual, it's time to tune in for the down-home antics of the neuter family on Down Home. Tune in for the gentle, homespun humor of Paddle Ridge and the folks that live there. Sit around that old dinner table with Gramps, Gabby, Chucker, the Calicac twins, and little Fester. I wonder what Fester gets his head caught in this time. And what will Gabby's latest money-making scheme do to the quiet village at the foot of Shinsplint Mountain? Come on down and join us again on Down Home, where folks is folks. And now back to Rip Jarvis of the Space Cadets. Let's return to Castle Wicked no, 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 and no, no, no. Sing- Better yet, let's go back to Rip and Doodah at the edge of the River of Electricity. We're in a pickle, Doodah. If we try to cross, we'll be fried for sure. And we can't get to Wicked City if we don't. Maybe if we could run a short circuit around it. Or if there was a bridge. Not much hope of that. Who would build a bridge here? Look down there. The Kwai builds a bridge. And about 47,267 of them are guarding it. What do we do now, Rip? Do Rip and Doodah fry trying to swim the river of electricity? Or do they battle the dreaded many-headed Kwai for the bridge? And what of Esther? Will she learn about the world according to Gorp? Tune in next time for Chapter 44, The Hero's Way, on Rip Jarvis of the Space Today! Time to warm up those interstellar audio transponders and blast off... Three, two, one... ...to beyond the farthest star with today's atom-powered episode of... Rip Jarvis of the Space Cadets, Adventures in the 94th Century. Years 5426 AD, the Space Cadets are guardians of space law and stellar justice whose motto is... Always do that which is right. And champion among these heroic protectors of the stars themselves and the people who inhabit them is Rip Jarvis. He is aided by his robot sidekick, CPD Doodah, to bring good to the farthest reaches of the galactic cluster. 
And remember, this week, Rip Jarvis is brought to you by Diet System Weight Loss Center. And if you enroll in Diet System this week, you get a certificate good for a free gallbladder operation at the hospital of your choice. Liposuction not included. Today's episode, chapter 14, a desperate plan. The story so far, as you remember from last time, Rip and Duda had escaped from the dreaded many-headed Kwai and quested to rescue Princess Cumley and her loyal handmaiden, Esther Paragon, from the clutches of the insidious and diabolical Dr. Morpheus G. Flaggard. But their only route across the river of electricity was a bridge guarded by the dreaded many-headed Kwai. Let's listen in as Rip says... We're really in it this time, Duda. Oh, Rip. Don't give up yet, Duda. I've got a plan. To get us across the river of electricity without charge? We'll cross that bridge under the noses of the Kwai. And they have got six apiece. Could they have a sneeze festival? Are you sure that is the Kwai? Of course. Just listen. Meanwhile, at Castle Wicked, the insidious and diabolical Dr. Morpheus G. Blaggard is interrogating Princess Cumley of Polka II, while Esther looks on helplessly. So, what is it to be, Princess? Do I pour scalding okra slime up your loyal handmaiden's sinuses? Or do you tell me the molecular structure of H2O? I'll never give in to your merciless grilling, you insidious and diabolical cat. But the ribs are almost ready. Yes, sir? No, I won't. I mustn't give in. Gork, the telephone. Oh boy, oh boy. Gork love telephone like Gork love Esther. Here it is, master. What evilness thing are you planning now, you bad person? Ha! Only the greatest torture the galaxy has ever seen. Gorp, make sure the princess and Esther are securely glued down, then set the telephone just out of their reach. Now, go across the moat and dial our number. And let it ring, Gorp. Let it ring. <laughs> I'm going to have some ribs. We'll be right back to Rip Jarvis after this. Hello, fellow space cadets. This is your old pal, Rip Jarvis. You know, after a long day of fighting intergalactic evil, it sure feels great to cool my heroic self down with the incredible sensation of Cadet Pops, the only frozen treat with a full daily complement of H2O in every box. And they come in such flavors. Lightning lime, glorious grape, and challenging cherry. But wait, there's also a secret decoder slide rule built into each Cadet Pop. All you need is a pencil, a sharp knife, and the instructions on the back of the box in order to make your secret decoder slide rule come to scientific life. Fuel up your power cells for blast off with Cadet Pops. Thanks, Rip. And now back to Rip Jarvis. Rip and Duda are about to implement Rip's desperate plan to cross the bridge over the river of electricity. I haven't worked out all the details, but we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But Rip, how? The simplicity of it amazes even me. We're going to run past the quai as fast as we possibly can and surprise them. Ready? Uh, Rip, set? what if they're looking in our direction as we run? Good point. Then we'll use plan C. I'll reach the quai on their subliminal fear of pucker level. Incoming lemons! Everybody duck! Now, Duda, run as you've never run before! I can't run, Rip. I have wheels. Then roll, Duda, as you've never rolled before! Boy, is this bridge slippery. Don't fall over the air! What do we do now, Rip? Well, this is a fine turn. Rip has fallen off the bridge and is plummeting toward the deadly river of electricity. And the princess can't come to the phone right now. Tune in next time for Chapter 63, Undercurrent, on Rip Jarvis of the Space Cadets!
to warm up those interstellar audio transponders and blast off. Three, two, one. Beyond the farthest star with today's atom-powered episode of Rip Jarvis of the Space Today. The further continuing exploits of Ace Space Today, Rip Jarvis and his robot buddy, DVD Kudah, in the 94th century. Brought to you by Yugo, the only car in the world where uphill is an option. Today's episode, chapter 22, The River of Electricity. As you recall, Rip Jarvis and his pal Duda were on the planet Mango. That's where Rip slipped and fell. He and Duda were attempting to sabotage the bridge that crossed the River of Electricity before the dreaded many-headed Kwai could get across. As Rip placed the last stick of space dynamite under the bridge, he lost his footing and began to plummet into the deadly electrical current below. Let's listen as Rip says, We're really in it this time, Duda. Doodah grapples in vain when, at the last possible second, a sudden and unexpected freak gust of wind blows from the east and push Rip into Doodah's grasp and back onto good old solid mango firma. Quick, Doodah, behind this rock. The dreaded many-headed Kwai, oblivious to the trap, march across the bridge. The space dynamite explodes and the mutants tumble into the river below where they die, writhing in unfathomable agony. Come, Duda, off to Wicked City. We must rescue the princess. And her handmaiden, Esther. In Castle Wicked, the insidious and diabolical Dr. Morpheus G. Blaggard continues to torture Princess Cumley. While her handmaiden looks on, suddenly Esther has a plan. Look, over there! Her captor's attention diverted, Esther escapes. She runs randomly through the streets of Wicked City. She opens a door and runs inside. Her momentary illusion of safety is splintered to ribbons when she discovers that she is actually inside a huge hot chocolate factory. And walking towards her is the protector of that factory, the Marshmallow Guardian. Ah, what a hideous beast. A hundred foot tall monster made of marshmallow. The sailor's hat on his head doesn't belie the terror that Esther faces. Is this the end? We'll be back after this. What happens when an orphaned boy finds himself alone without a friend or even a dream on the city streets of New York? Well, little Billy found a friend and a whole bunch of crazy dreams to boot when he met... Mimey, a happy, whimsical street mime, with a smile for everyone and more than a little inkling about mischief and adventure. Join us tonight for another heartwarming, smile-producing tale of me and Mimey. What sort of cuteness will Mimey get into this time, and how will little Billy get him out? And what important lesson about life will we learn? It's all in the fun, the laughter, the tears, and the hugs of me and Mimey. Tonight's episode, Mimey's throat ripped out by a rabid pit bull. Join us. It's a good one. And now back to our story. Rip and Duda arrive outside the gates of Wicked City. Rip, the entrance to the city is crawling with guards. Is that what they are? I thought... Never mind that. Do you see that guard standing over by that big rock just out of sight of the others? Out of sight of the other rocks by the Mango Army Skyslip. Yes. Do you still have your special long-range anti-neutral electrode ray rifle? Yes, Rip. Right here. I want you to creep up behind that guard and hit him over the head with it. Now, go! 
It's an effective piece of equipment. Good work. Now let's take his sky sled. He won't be needing it any longer. <laughs> we'll fly into the city. And off they go, soaring high into the air. What's this? The sky sled malfunctions directly over the deepest part of the city. Oh no, Duda, we're going to crash. What do we do now, Rip? This is a fix. Rip and Duda ready to crash and burn. Esther being threatened by a hundred foot tall marshmallow guardian. And the princess is still a captive in Castle Wicked. What will they all do? We'll find out on our next exciting episode, chapter 44, It's Not Duda's Day, on Rip Jarvis of the Space Cadet! Video Game World News Tonight is a not-safe-for-work satirical parody. Some of the characters portrayed in this show are the property of their respective owners, and we claim no right of ownership to said characters. This production contains language and material not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy at your own risk. This program is rated M for Mature. And now, the most well-respected most awarded, longest-running video game news program on the air today. We bring you the most objective and comprehensive news in the world of video gaming. With your esteemed video game world news anchors, Blip 8-Bit, Pixel Flowers, and Weatherman Skip Laggy, as well as a slew of expendable, interchangeable, cleverly named field reporters you won't remember or care about. Good evening, everyone. This is Video Game World News Tonight, Monday edition. I'm Blip 8-Bit. And I'm Pixel Flowers. Our top story tonight, Mother Brain, ruler of Zebus, has been diagnosed with a tumor. Chozo doctors had to build a special CAT scan device due to the sheer size of Mother Brain, which was immediately attacked by space pirates. When asked her feelings on the diagnosis, her only response was... Defective product? Me? A defective product? You dare claim that I am defective? When results from the CAT scan are made available, we uh, will... Uh, what's that? Uh, oh, um, I'm being told, uh... Oh, yeah, there's some kind of development in the vicinity of the Borderlands. Our first-person correspondent, Chip Micron, is on the scene to fill us in with all the details. Chip. Thanks, Pixel. As you said, we are just outside the border of Borderlands today, and... There seems to be some kind of protest rally forming. I have here with me random nameless protester. Let's see if we can find out what's going on. Look, man, we're here today exercising our right to free assembly, man. Uh, sir, no one said anything was wrong with your little gathering. We would just like to know what you, as a group, are here in protest of. Oh, you know, man. Like, there's a time, man. When people, like, have to stand up for what they believe in, man. Uh, once again, there's nothing wrong with that. So what is it exactly that you as a group believe in? Stop the violence in video games! Stop the violence! Stop the violence! Digital lives matter! Digital lives matter! Digital lives matter! Digital lives matter! 
Well, you heard them, Pixel. There are those that still believe that video game violence has a negative impact on society. Oh, the digitally rendered humanity. We will keep you updated as the situation unfolds. Back to you, Pixel. Uh, thanks, Chip. Today, in Dark Souls, everyone died. In other news, Bomberman's request for a boarding pass was once again denied. Airport head of security Kratos had this to say. Take a boat. This ain't the same digital world we used to live in. Everything has changed since the next-gen console wars. Bomberman had no response to the incident. Can't say I blame him. That Kratos is one bad mother. Lip. What? I'm just talking about Kratos. He's the man. You know you bad when you're stopping for booty breaks mid-combat. Girl Scout cookies went on sale today in San Andreas. Buy four boxes, motherfucker! One for each baby mama! What you mean you already bought some? You too good to buy more? You know what goes good with popping bottles? Thin mints. You sure got enough money for champagne, though, don't you? We got guns too, bitch! Who get that damn camera out my face before I make your kids orphans? Troop 187, represent! We seem to have lost the feed from Jeff, our cameraman. We'll see if we can fix the connection. Uh, now we have an update from our first-person correspondent on the ground covering the unfolding events near Borderlands. Chip. Thanks, Pixel. There are now a few agitators in the crowd. It seems like they are trying to stoke the flames amongst the protesters. And from what I can tell, there are a few small pockets of anger growing in the group. Well, that certainly turned ugly in a hurry. As you can see, Pixel, when it comes to video games without violence, you don't have a very interesting story. Back to you, Pixel. Yep, thanks, Chip. <laughs> Keep us posted. That sounds pretty awesome, Pixel. That it does, Blip. Yes, that it does. <laughs> Famed archaeologist Lara Croft was detained at customs this morning. She was trying to bring Gabriel's flaming sword of God's almighty vengeance into the country. Authorities are still investigating the matter. Coincidentally, mere seconds later, the Illuminati released a statement saying this event is not happening and we don't exist. It seems we've just re-established our connection on the ground in San Andreas. Let's go live to fill in on the scene. Phil, what's the situation like down there, you expendable son of a bitch? Well, Blip, the situation here has taken a dramatic turn. What started as a simple... Oh, wait a second, Blip. Looks like the FBI is preparing to address the Girl Scouts. Let's listen in. This is Generic Agent Johnson of the FBI. Put the weapons down. I'll count to three. One. How about you count these shells, motherfucker? Scarface, bitch! Get my badges straight up murder, y'all! Trump 187 Keep us posted, Phil. Damn, those little girls sure represent. Those are some badass little bitches. Yes, it seems as if um as if things have escalated beyond control. Um as always, the authorities in San Andreas do not have a handle on the situation. <laughs> those incompetent bastards. Let's go now to a weather report with our weatherman, Skip Laggy. Skip? If you're going to be in the Mushroom Kingdom today, 
bring extra sunscreen. The sun is in a mood and is violently chasing pedestrians all across the land. In the three kingdoms, it's raining arrows, so be sure to pack your chainmail umbrellas. In Hyrule, the moon is still bearing down menacingly, causing havoc with the tides and maintaining the perpetual night. Back to you, Pixel. Oh, uh, an update on the Mother Brain story. Chozo doctors have brought in Mother Brain specialist Samus. Samus? Samus. Samus. Who has assured them that she can precisely remove the tumour with a blast from her arm-mounted ballistics cannon with ice and wave beam features. Sit still, okay? You're making this difficult. Sit still! Oh, well, ah. Gee, that was uh, a little messier than uh, I expected. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what is that? Uh, after the surgery, Mother Brain gave a statement. Yeah, I'm um, I'm not entirely sure uh, that can be considered a success. Blip. <laughs> I don't have the words, Pixel. To close things out, some inspirational news from the world of Dance Dance Revolution. Reigning champion Floyd Vita Fury Fitzstevens just won his 18th consecutive title. And he had these inspirational words. I just want to thank all my fans for their support. I couldn't have done it without them. <laughs> Keep dancing the good dancing. Don't give up on your dreams. Look at me. Years of no social life and a disability check got me to where I am today. <laughs> your 18-time champion. My friends all call me Feet of Fury, but my adversaries call me F4, because I'm a hurricane on the dance pad. What's that? A weather report. Next week, there's going to be a hurricane in Whiterun. I will be appearing at Olaf's Mead Hall. I would have used this opportunity to give back, so I'm going to dance for charity. I'm asking for sponsors for the upcoming Stop the Inhumane Treatment Forced Breeding and Cage Confinement of the Noble Chocobo Program Charity Dance-Off and Bake Sale, sponsored by the Society for the Liberation of Inbred Cage Chocobos, or SLICK. It's going to be a great time. Everyone's invited. Truly, those were inspiring words. This is Pixel Flowers. And I'm still Blip 8-Bit reminding you to get a life, an extra life. Good night and good gaming. Video Game World News Tonight is a not-safe-for-work satirical parody. Some of the characters portrayed in this show are the property of their respective owners, and we claim no right of ownership to said characters. This production contains language and material not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy at your own risk. This program is rated M for Mature. And now, the most well-respected... Most awarded, longest-running video game news program on the air today. We bring you the most objective and comprehensive news in the world of video gaming. With your esteemed video game world news anchors, Blip 8-Bit, Pixel Flowers, and Weatherman Skip Laggy, as well as a slew of expendable, interchangeable, cleverly named field reporters you won't remember or care about. This is Video Game World News Tonight, Tuesday edition. I'm still Blip 8-Bit. And I'm Pixel Flowers.
Tonight's top story. Yesterday, what we thought was an isolated incident has turned into a full-blown siege. We set up now with day two of the Girl Scout cookie sale in San Andreas. The innocent young girls have fortified themselves inside of a liquor store, refusing to give in to the FBI, telling them to, quote, We ain't going nowhere for nobody, little punk-ass bitches. This is over when we say it's over, and it ain't over till every last one of you dirty pig motherfuckers is dead, and we sell all these cookies. 187, represent. Damn, those are some badass little bitches. My money's on them. They sure are. But I'll take that bet, even though I know it's a losing proposition. I got a gambling problem. You're on, Skip. How about $50 for every day the siege lasts starting today? Make it 100 I need high stakes. Gambling problem. Deal. PFC Bill Reiser is live on the scene in San Andreas now. Bill, what have you got for us? <sighs> Thanks, Blip. We've just been informed that Girl Scout Patrol Leader, Wendy Double Tap Watson, is preparing to make a statement to the press. Troop 187, represent, has taken over local establishment, Bob's Pony Keg and Payday Loans, or as it is known in the community, Bob's PNP, the place to go for crunk on credit. The scene is grim, Blip. These ruthless little girls have left a trail of caps and mutilated corpses in their path. The cookies. The cookies. I'm getting word that owner of Bob's Pony Keg and Payday Loans, the place to go for your crunk on credit, has arrived on scene. I'm going to try and get a few words with him. Bob! Bob! Bill Rice, Video Game World News tonight. What is your opinion on the unfolding crisis? I've got cheap cell phones. Two for $20. What kind of phone you have, Bill? Oh, no, that's crap. You need my phone, Bill. All merchandise covered in blood. Now 15% off. I have cheapest crunk in town. That's Bob's pony keg and payday. Sorry to interrupt you, Bob, but it looks like little Wendy is about to address the media. We the girls of Girl Scout Troop 187 represent, would like to formally apologize to the FBI, local law enforcement, and the local community. We are sorry. Sorry, you punk-ass bitches ain't got no chance against us, motherfuckers. No chance, motherfuckers. We would also like to apologize for making so many widows yesterday, bitches. Mm-hmm. Keeping it real. Y'all act like I don't know how to use a gun. Shit, I've been taking classes in Catholic school since first grade. And this is some preschool shit. Donald Love Elementary represent, y'all. We got more bullets than cookies, fool. 187 represent, bitches. Well, Blip. Seems like Troop 187 is done talking. We'll bring you further coverage as the event unfolds. Thank you, Bill. And remember, if things get tough, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B.A. start. In other news, a missing persons report was filed today for Sonic the Hedgehog. His partner, Tails, filed the report after not hearing from his friend for over a week. He has this to say. He's been gone since last Saturday. I thought he just went out chasing rings, but I'm pretty worried. He sometimes doesn't know when to stop it with the rings. He's running a fine line. Now, you may remember Sonic from his recent run-in with the authorities involving allegations of performance-enhancing drugs. Sonic has lost several of his athletic sponsors due to the incident. It's easy to see how he could have hit rock bottom. If anyone has any information about Sonic, please contact your local SPCA. Flights and tourism have resumed in Raccoon City today. The Sheriff's Deputy John Wainaby had this to say. Who in the hell thought this was a good idea? 
Things around here are nowhere near under control, much less safe. Oh god, skinless dog! A representative from the Raccoon City Tourism Board offered this rebuttal. And now we go to our other grizzled wartime correspondent, former PFC Lance Bean, reporting from Hello Kitty Online. Lance. Pixel, I can't be here. You people need to get me out of here. Now! Uh, Lance, uh, what's the problem? Are you in danger? Please, come and get me. I can't take it. I had quite a few bad experiences as a child in this place. This place is full of triggers. Oh, God. Please, help me. No! I don't want a hug, damn it! (laughs) Up, up, down, down, left, right... Hang in there, Lance. Um, the evac helicopter is on its way. That poor, pathetic bastard. Well, now we go to our weatherman, Skip Laggy, for today's weather. Skip! Citizens of Mars, use caution today. Hell gates are opening all over the place. Candace Fodder is on location. Candace? Hey, Skip. It's actually kind of horrible here, as you said. Hell's gates are opening everywhere. Demons are tearing people in half all across the planet. It's raining blood. Lava rocks here, Skip. Screw you for sending me here. I would really like to come back to the office now. Uh, I remember my time in the field. Hang in there, Candace. Candace? I unrelated weather news. Scientists now kind of firmly sort of believe that the hell gates opening on Mars might possibly, maybe, be causing the strange unending fog in Silent Hill. And in Skyrim, it's snowing. Back to you, Pixel. Breaking sports news. Retired boxing legend Little Mac, our sports correspondent, is live at the Rainbow Cup 120cc circuit race. Mac. We just got word, Pixel, that the five-time circuit champion Luigi Mario has been disqualified from the race. Race officials are reporting that traces of an unknown substance have been discovered inside the fuel tank of a Luigi Mario's kart racer. Witnesses are suggesting that Luigi's pit crew were adding hedgehog blood to the fuel. As events unfold in this possibly tragic incident, we'll keep you posted. But back to you, Blip. Someone should probably call the SPCA. On the lighter side of the news, Ganon was once again defeated by young adventurer Link, making Hyrule safe for all its inhabitants. Link released a statement reminding people to stop calling him Zelda. This has been Video Game World News Tonight. I'm Pixel Flowers. And I'm still Blip 8-Bit, reminding you to get a life. An extra life. Good night and good gaming. Video Game World News Tonight is a not-safe-for-work satirical parody. Some of the characters portrayed in this show are the property of their respective owners, and we claim no right of ownership to said characters. This production contains language and material not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy at your own risk. This program is rated M for Mature.
And now, the most well-respected, most awarded, longest-running video game news program on the air today. We bring you the most objective and comprehensive news in the world of video gaming. With your esteemed video game world news anchors, Blip 8-Bit, Pixel Flowers, and Weatherman Skip Laggy, as well as a slew of expendable, interchangeable, cleverly named field reporters you won't remember or care about. This is Video Game World News Tonight, Wednesday edition, and as always, I'm Blip 8-Bit. And I'm Pixel Flowers. Our top story tonight, tragedy. Living on borrowed time, the town of Megaton has finally detonated. We go now to our first-person correspondent, Chip Micron, live at the edge of the newly formed glassy crater. Chip. Thanks, Pixel. I'm standing at the edge of what used to be the town of Megaton, which sadly is now nothing more than an irradiated punch bowl at a lifeless party. There's nothing left, Pixel. Early reports are sketchy at best. We still aren't quite sure what caused the explosion, but miraculously, there are survivors. Sir. Sir. Could you tell us what happened here? Ah, it was bound to happen one day. We had a new guy in town. Some moron with a science level of two decided he's going to go down there and start whacking a damn thing with a baseball bat. I mean, really, what kind of an idiot decides it's a good idea to hit a nuclear bomb with a baseball bat? A complete dumbass idiot, that's what kind. You gotta question what's coming out of the vault these days. There can't be that many people left down there. Pretty sure there's gotta be some inbreeding going on. Hold on, sir. What's that? Thanks for that rat away, John. Sorry, sir. Please continue. Anyway, like I was saying, what was that guy thinking? The last thing that went through his mind was his goddamn pit boy. Excuse me, sir. My, my cameraman is trying to tell me something. What? Oh, sorry, Blip. It looks like the radiation levels are starting to overwhelm us. The crew and I are going to have to retreat to a safer area. Hey, before you go, can I give a shout-out to my fiend friends over in... Holy shitting my pants on live TV. What the hell is that thing? Back to you, Blip. Holy fuck! <laughs> Great work as usual, Chip. Keep us updated. Hey, Skip. Five to one odds says he doesn't make it back. I'll take those odds. Gambling problem. You may recall during our coverage yesterday of the Rainbow Cup 120cc slot Grand Prix fiasco where famed race champion Luigi Mario was disqualified from the race after a questionable substance was found in his fuel tank. We didn't notice at the time that our cameraman actually caught on video in the background of the interview, Princess Peach being kidnapped. Here's the shocking footage and breakdown by Pixel. Yes, you can see um, plainly in the background blip that Bowser, leader of Baal-Qaeda, has clearly thrown the princess over his shoulder and is leaving the Grand Prix area through the vendor's exit. After seeing the footage, authorities are investigating the matter. In related news, forensic analysis has confirmed that the mysterious residue found in Luigi Mario's fuel tank was indeed hedgehog blood. Luigi Mario's whereabouts are currently unknown. Authorities are seeking him for questioning. On a sad, sad note today, we lost a legend. Nature suit, Larry. Finally succumbed to his decades-long battle with gonorrhea syphilis. A tragic ending to an illustrious career. 
That guy laid more pipe than a Texas oil baron. He will be missed. That guy got more ass than a toilet seat at Taco Bell. Hell yeah, he did. High five, Skip. It is now day three of Girl Scouts Take Andreas. Things are unusually quiet on the scene at the moment. The girls of Scout Troop 187 represent are still barricaded inside Bob's P&P. We now go live to the scene with action correspondent, former Contra Wars hero PFC Bill Riser for a report. Bill? That's right, Pixel. Things are currently at a tense standstill as the girls of Troop 187 are refusing to back down. We've moved beyond the police caution barrier in an attempt to get an interview with the girls of Troop 187. Represent! Rolling knee-deep in death making fat chatter stacks! Pardon me, young lady. Hi, Bill Reiser, Video Game World News Tonight. What's your endgame here? Oh, you want an interview? I better see some stacks of paper for a case of dosy dough. Jeff, give her the money. Yeah, I know you got money being all up on the TV. Smell it on ya. Young lady, you've been holed up here for three days now. How do you... Oh, wait a minute. There's some kind of commotion going on behind us. It appears that... Yes. Yes, those are indeed members of rival gangs from the Grove Street families, including the Ballas and the Los Santos Vegas have rolled up on the scene. Maybe they're here to try to broker some sort of truce. Oh, hell no! Who are these bitches riding up on us? Step off, TV man. We got business. Oh, uh, Pixel, we're being ushered away. And it seems the rival gang members are here to... Uh, yes, they are here to reinforce the girls of Troop 187. Represent, that's right. We got backup. Y'all fools back off unless you're fitting to buy some cookies. You know your fat ass be liking cookies. Your butt don't get that big eating carrots. What? What do you mean, Equip? Who's gonna get donuts? Oh. Patties. $100 a box for you, lawman. $200 for a box that ain't covered in blood and brains. We'll take two brain-free boxes. We are sending the robot in with the money. Please do not represent on the robot. It is the only one we have, and with the recent budget cuts to our department, it is a vital, irreplaceable asset to us. I probably shouldn't have told you that. Ignore my previous statement. We are sending the robot in with the money. Please do not represent on the robot. It is the only... Agent Johnson. Damn it. You see, this is what happens when you don't have donuts. Ah, well, it appears that negotiations have reached a stalemate. We will remain live on the scene to bring you updates as they happen. Back to you, Pixel. Thank you, Bill. Now, an update on the weather. Skip. In the province of Skyrim, a record has been set with five straight years of snowfall. The area around the College of Winterhold is reaching record lows. Be sure to wear your bearskin loincloth underneath those sorcerer's robes. A little fire magic may not hurt either. Scientists have rescinded their earlier statement concerning the cause of the unending fog in Silent Hill. They now theorize that it is most assuredly being caused by dragon flatulence. Dragon farts, Skip? Dragon farts, Blip. Heavy rains are being reported across the Autobahn, so if you have a need for speed, make sure to check your tires and current road conditions. Back to you, Pixel! And once again, we close with a bit of lighter news. Retired Strider soldier Hiryu has found new life after leaving the Strider organization. You may have seen his work and not even realized it was him. Video Game World News got an exclusive interview. 
Yeah, I got tired of the whole wet works thing and decided I'd try to follow my dreams and break into the entertainment business. So I moved out to the coast and before I knew it, BAM! I found work as a stuntman. I was so lucky. Guess what my first gig was? I got hired as a stunt double for the Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier! I couldn't believe it. I've been so fortunate. Hero to the set. Hero to the set. Sorry, guys. I gotta go. Follow your dreams. Well, that's all that we have time for tonight. I'm Pixel Flowers. And I'm still Blip 8-Bit, always reminding you to get a life, an extra life. Good night and good gaming. And that's this week's show. Please return next week for our final episode of Season 12. And so for Jack Ward and myself, David Alt, take care of each other and good night from the Sonic Society. Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. There! That's how long twenty seconds are. The Center for Disease Control recommends you wash your hands for at least 20 seconds as often as possible. We don't think about it a lot, but more germs are transmitted by the hands than by any other source. So keep them clean. Soap and water for 20 seconds, and you'll help prevent the spread of COVID-19. And maybe some other nasty stuff as well. This was a public service announcement from the Mutual Audio Network.